All right. Uh, hello, everyone, and welcome to Literary Carry. There's no theme song yet. Hopefully that will happen at one point. Maybe. We'll see. But I have my good friend Kat here with me, um, who also loves all things literary and is in my book club. Um, we have a great old time talking about books, probably way more than anything else that we talk about. That's fair. So, <laughs> Kat, welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It is my pleasure. Um, so, you and I have been friends for a while, but we've been in book club now for what, a year and a half? Yeah. Yeah, it pretty much started with lockdown. Silver linings. Yes. <laughs> that was like the greatest thing to come out of it because even if we were like zooming like I still had human interaction at least once a month <laughs> right and it was a small group like not overwhelming which I think is kind of our vibe anyway yeah. um uh and it gave us a great way to like you said once a month get together and we were trading books a little bit back and forth before that remember yes yeah, so we did some very questionable roadside uh <laughs> swaps early COVID <laughs> yeah I remember putting books like on the ground and being like, okay, now you walk over there. <laughs> right? Oh my gosh. We really, I mean, have been taking it seriously, but we oh, were yeah. really serious oh, yeah, about we were it. Into it. I still haven't read some of those books. There's definitely still some of yours on my shelf. And I look at them every time. I'm like, I should probably read that next, but am I going to? Probably not. Same. I'm glad we're on the same page there. I was literally thinking last night, I'm like, this ghost map book on my shelf and the woman in the window, I need to read to get back to Kat because I think I've had those almost two years. That's fine. Good, it's, good book friends. Don't rush you and your yeah. reading goals. As long as you're not like a dog ear person, oh. we're, we're fine. Oh, God, no. I Te trust you. Team receipt. Yes. Or anything. Business card. Tissue. Um, I've used a Christmas card. Ooh, recently festive. like a small one you know that's not super thick or glittery but was close by hey whatever works yeah although i really love the bookmark that you gave me oh i it's it's like so pretty <laughs> she cute and i haven't used an actual bookmark in so long so i'm determined to use this for like every book that i can fit in because it's kind of big yeah it is tall but i love that um so tell me you love reading. Have you always loved reading? And do you remember the first book that made you love reading? Oh boy. Or one of them? I know we're getting right into yeah, it. Yeah, you're just hitting it hard. Um, <laughs> I have always loved reading. My mom always really, like, hyped it up. Like, I remember any day that we were going to the library, she was always like, oh, my gosh, you get to choose five books. What are you going to pick? And so it was always like, oh, we're going to the library. I get to look at all these books. Like, it was like such a big deal. And I feel like it was weekly. Um, and plus, like, moving around, like, there's always a library. Mm -hmm. um, and, like, you can't really move all of your books every single time. Like, that's, that's a true. lot of moving. That's true. Um, so libraries were, like, my source of connecting <laughs> for a really long time. I don't think there was like a specific book that like got me into reading. Um, I will say I stopped during college for a hot second because then I was like forced to read and I hated it. Yeah, that's a common thing. I think I didn't read those four years. Yeah. 
but eventually you find your way back to it. Yeah. Harry Potter brought me back. I thought so. Yeah. Have you watched the reunion, by the way? Not yet. I want to, though. So good. So good. Is it going to, like, break any of the, like, I don't know. I'm nervous about hearing them talk about certain scenes. No. That's all fine. Yeah. Okay, good, good, good. Doesn't break the beautiful, doesn't ruin anything. Um, Love it. The whole Emma Watson, Tom Felton thing, though, suspicious. Definitely something going on there that we don't know about. And like chemistry? Oh, yeah. Ooh, spicy. Oh, yeah. Wait till you see her reaction when she sees him right out the get-go. And then they go into it more later, and it's just beautiful. And Oh, my gosh. I would be so happy if they got together. Like, um, oh, my God. Mila Kunis and Ashton Kutcher, like, later on. Right? Ugh. I love that. It's like what we all want and yes. what we kind of need in the yes. hard times. <laughs> you know, just something pure and beautiful, something that. Friends to lovers. Right. It's the best trope. I just smacked myself in the face. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't notice it. That's it was good. very subtle. That's good. I was nervous that it would pick up in sound. So I was like, I have to tell you what this is. <laughs> for the viewers. For the viewers. For the listeners. Oh, God. Can you imagine people actually watching us? Not just oh listening. Oh, my God. I'm so glad that you're not doing the YouTube thing. Because mm-hmm. I would not be able to function. Not good angles. No. Also, don't feel like having all that technology. <laughs> that's, a, that's a lot of work. Right? Anyways, um, so you got back into Harry. You got into Harry Potter after college, and wasn't that your first time reading it? Yeah, yeah. So that was 2016. It's like I was freshly graduated because I was a, a five-year college uh, goer. <laughs> Victory lap. Um, so I did that, and I finally picked up Harry Potter. I was like, ah, I don't know. And I devoured it in that first summer, like all of them. And I was sobbing on my couch during the seventh book. And like Dan comes home and he's like, what's wrong? Who died? I was like, everyone. Yeah. Oh, man. It gets you. It really does. Harry Potter is obviously controversy with J.K. Rowling put aside. We don't talk about her. Exactly. We don't support her. We can't help but still love Harry Potter. It has a special place in our hearts. Um, I grew up with it and I am amazed when I meet like a fellow millennial who hasn't read it or seen the movies at least. Oh yeah. It blows my mind. I I grew up on the movies. Like my dad loved them and so we would always go to like the first showing. Yeah. Oh yeah. Definitely a part of our uh, youth. Anyway uh so, yeah, when I was watching all the movies to get ready for the reunion with Joel, it was his first time seeing uh, After Four. He had never seen After Four. Wow. And he didn't read the books past, he didn't finish the fifth one, Okay. Order of Phoenix. So he was like... Wow, re- so he didn't really experience the darkness no, at all? No, no. And that's the thing. He was like, wow. It gets heavy. Yeah, there's like a battle and like kids die and stuff. And like, and anyway, so that was really wonderful, actually, uh, being the one to kind of introduce him. Because he's obviously the one that's always introduced me to Star Wars, Lord of the Rings, all things oh, yeah. nerdy that like we now are into. It's because of him. And so it was wonderful to, for me to share that kind of piece of my childhood with him. And I was maybe gatekeeping it a little bit, but I was like... <laughs> 
<laughs> still watching him enjoy it. And it was it was beautiful. Oh, that's awesome. Um, so you had reading in libraries. You moved a lot, moved around a lot in libraries, like you said, are everywhere you go. And that's kind of cool because I don't really I didn't really utilize my local library that much. It was really small. The Moore's library was really small. We went there a lot, but it was literally like a room like the size of this with kids books. So not a huge selection. So, you know, what was a big deal was book fairs. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Remember those book fairs? Scholastic. When you'd ask your mom for 20 bucks and you'd think you were asking for like one hundred and fifty dollars, like get like at least five books with that. That was bonkers. I wonder if it's doesn't go as far today it doesn't it's that like makes me so sad. it really does i mean at, i mean i work at a used bookstore now but we sell a few new uh ya books and they're like each brand new at least 15 dollars right. which is crazy to me anyway anyway um okay so little different direction here what have you been reading recently oh boy well, I just brought you a book that I just finished. Yes, the, the Bear. Bear. You can try and say the name. Uh, Andrew Krivak. Wow, that sounds very good. I mean, I went with us. That sounds very good. Close. Um, I received it for Christmas. Um, my old boss, Allison, uh, she knows that I devour books. And so, oh, I'm actually wearing the socks that she gave me, too. They have books and coffee on it. So, oh, you know, we're on brand. Absolutely love it. Um, so I wanted that to be one of my first reads of the year. Um, and it's fairly short. Um, but it was good. It reminded me a lot of a book called Cold River, um, which is, which, okay, they're both about um, adventuring into the wilderness and something detrimental happening and trying to survive. Um, so I just kind of had flashbacks while I was reading it. Interesting. Thank you for not giving anything away. Cause <gasps> I'm, I feel like I'll probably devour this tonight. Honestly, yes. it looks so pretty. I love the astrological signs on the cover and the astrology is a huge part of it too. Cause that's also how they're finding their way. Which is very, very neat. Oh, very cool. I don't think I could ever find my way with just the signs in the sky like that. No, Dan <laughs> Dan can literally run at night and can, like, go by the stars. I, I'm like, I would, no, there's no way I would get lost in a field and then you'd find me come spring. Yep, pretty much. I barely know north and south, east and west. <laughs> I still don't know most street names around here, and I've lived here for so long. <laughs> Honestly, I barely know either, and I've lived here my whole life. <laughs> Not in Plattsburgh, but in the general area. So I'm, I'm like, can you give me a reference? Like, is there a weird-shaped stone? <laughs> is there uh, an abandoned store? There we go. There we go. Uh, so that's cool. Is that That was your first book of the year? So that was my third book of the year. Oh, you on a roll. I'm on a roll. I Well, I was listening to Ready Player One um, through the Christmas season, but I didn't finish it um, for last year, and so I finished that earlier this week. I heard that's a good one. It's really good. 
Um, mixed reviews on the second. Yeah, I've so seen. I don't know whether or not to continue. Yeah, I've seen that. Ashley, who I'm sure you're going to have on here eventually, uh, she is a strong person saying no. But my husband, on the other hand, is like, you have to read it. It's not as good, but it's great. I feel like you should probably read it and figure it out for yourself. But also, it's hard not to go into it with trepidation at that point. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because I'm going to, like, be waiting to see, like, what either they liked or what they didn't like. Right. <laughs> be like, where is it? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I, uh, the night, New Year's Eve, obviously, we were home not doing anything. And, uh. Joel's like, what do you want to do? And I was like, oh, I need to finish these three books. He's like, you're going to finish three books? I was like, I'm not going into 2022 with (laughs) half-finished books. Like, my brain can't handle it. Get them done. And you know what? Looking back, I don't remember what I even read already. (laughs) Oh, no. I know I liked them. That's good. There were three books. I'm sure if you saw the cover, you'd be like, oh, yeah. Yes. Malice was one of them. Ooh, how was that? Loved it. Totally loved it, actually. That one I remember because really cool setup for the next one, too. It's going to be a duology. Um, It's a Sleeping Beauty fictional. I love fairy tales. Yeah. And I haven't read enough of these things, these retellings. And there's a lot of them out there. That was like most of my youth. Really? (laughs) Yeah. What was your favorite? Oh, my goodness. Um, Shannon Hale. The author, she's really good at um, uh, using, like, folklore. Not necessarily, like, fairy tales like Cinderella or, like, something that you could pinpoint. But, like, using more obscure... Not that Hansel and Gretel is obscure. But, like, that sort of, like, you're journeying into someone's, like, house and it doesn't go well. Mm -hmm. That sort of thing. Um I really loved her books. I think she has like five different ones. And I think they deal with like one talks to animals. Uh, one person has like the power of fire. Um, oh. Granted, I haven't tried to reread them. So this is like middle school Trina going. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just I love any kind of fairy tale and retelling. Also, like the blue fairy book, which is literally just a collection of like all like, as old as possible types of fairy tales. Super awesome. Interesting. I haven't heard of that. I It makes me wonder, these books that we read in middle school or high school, as adults, I don't reread books very often, but would I like them as much now? Or right. is it, do they hold a special place in my heart because they I read them in a time of such change and growth and blah 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 you know because I love there are certain books that I I must have read in middle school and high school um that now I'm like I wonder if I if I reread it will I still will it still hold up right well I remember reading um series of unfortunate events and thinking it was very serious very serious and then like I was watching the the show with Neil Patrick Harris because mm-hmm. um, I love him and I was like oh my gosh this is gonna be great and I was like why they're making fun of it and then I went back and I just read the first chapter and I was like oh my god I had missed everything 
Like, I had no idea. You just look at it so differently at 12 yeah. versus 28. Yeah, I was like, oh, I did not get the tone of this. Right. Oh, my God. That's actually one of the more popular books that went during our sale that we were having with all those middle schoolers. I don't know if I told you about that. Yeah. We had all those books out uh, upstairs at the bookstore for this grant that we had to help kids get books. Um, and a series of unfortunate events was like a hot commodity. And I'm glad it's still kicking. That makes me very happy. Right. Same. Lemony Snicket. Um, so what are you reading right now? So I'm listening to Treasure Island, the classic. Oh. Um, I don't love it. I just stopped reading a book that I didn't love. Yes. <laughs> Homegoing. Okay. Which yes. I know you really like. Yes, I saw that. I definitely can understand, though, why it's not something that everyone or you might be interested in. Right. How far into it did you make it? Halfway. I tried twice. Yeah. I was like a quarter way. I put it down for like a year or two. I was even talking to you about it a long time ago. A long time ago. We were going to do it as a buddy read. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I was like a quarter way and then I dropped it and then I picked it back up and I even tried the audio version to see if that would like help. And I was just like, it's, it's just not for me. Yeah. It's definitely a very unique book. Very heavy topic oh yeah um i didn't listen to the audio actually now that i think of it uh if anything it made it more disturbing yeah <laughs> i tell you that i was like wow this is not the vibe i'm going for right now yeah <laughs> really beautiful writing though like oh yeah yagiasi right mm -hmm. i hope that the next book that will i pick transcendent kingdom as our january book i hope that that one treats you better. I think it will. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't started it yet. Uh, from from what I read of the back of it, this definitely sounds way more up my alley. And okay. it's and it's I feel like perhaps following just one storyline will make that writing shine for me. Whereas like once I got attached homegoing, it's told like through generations. Right. And I feel like once I got attached to someone, then then they were their story was done and I was on to the next. And I was like, I don't care about you yet. Like, wait, what happened to you? <laughs> like, I know. It really does kind of cut off hard in some of those chapters. And you're, you're, you find out a little bit in the next one about how the previous one went because it's generational. Right. But it does kind of like you grow attached. Uh, so that kind of leads me to kind of one of the questions that I asked Joel last time was character development or really um, thick plot? Do you have a preference? So if I had not thought about this ahead of time, because I did listen to the Joel episode, <laughs> I would have probably said plot. But now just being real with myself if I don't like the character, I'm not invested. And, like, also, I love, like, it's a TV show, but, like, Lost, like, every character has an arc every season. And it's, like, uh, that's why I watch it. Not necessarily because of whatever nonsense is going on on the island. It's because, like, 
it's the people. Mm-hmm. So like when I'm reading a book, it's definitely like if I'm invested in you, like it's forever. <laughs> so can you what's like the first book that you're like, oh, I care so much about these characters. I love these characters so much. What's the first one that's off the top of your head? Oh, my gosh. Um, there's a series uh, that started with the program. Oh, yeah. Suzanne Young, I believe, is the author. Um, I love that. It's another odd series where you're only following the same people for two books in a row. There's six books in all. So there's like new people introduced every two novels or something like that. I don't know. I think they all come together in the end. It's been a second. But like you get so invested in what they're going through and even if they like make mistakes you're still like cheering them on I don't know it's just very yeah I and I do love a plot but if it, if I don't connect with them I'm I'm not gonna you're not gonna get the stars from me right right it can have it can have a weaker plot in my opinion if you really feel something for the characters and they go on a really interesting journey or something relatable if you can relate to a character i'm there oh yeah (laughs) sounds crazy but one of the characters that i read in a book recently was actually a christmas book that christmas by the book yeah like christmas book i read which i never read hallmark movie channel or movie books like that like i just it's not it's not something i do very often but the main character from this book her name is Nora. She's the owner of this bookstore. I was like, there are so many facets of your personality that I can relate to. <laughs> what are the odds? What are the odds? Like the rest of this book is great, but like you in particular, I just want to like know how you handle all of these situations because I feel like I would probably handle them all the same way. Oh yeah. It's funny when you find when a book surprises you in that way, I guess. I definitely just started getting into romance um, just because, like, I was like, I don't need that. Like, you know, I don't like smut and all of that. I just like the word smut. Oh, my God. Dan loves it, too. He's like, what are you listening to, smut? So does Joel. (laughs) Joel's like, (laughs) see, when I have my headphones in, he's like, are you, is it a spicy book tonight? Are you reading smut? I was like, I think I've read three romances all year. Like, I really don't read them that much. That's not what I'm doing. (laughs) <laughs> but if it is, that's great. Yeah. You know, and you found that you've come to like that a little bit. Yes. I, but it's very dependent on the, the people. Like, cause if it's an annoying main character, I'm out in the first like 20 pages, I will know. And I'm like, mm, I'm going to put this down. I, I, it might sound, might sound totally stupid, but I just hate the cheesiness. Oftentimes that's written into a romance. Like, it's just like, unrealistic in a lot of ways and I get it that's an escape it's not reality and that's what people like about romance and it's you know you can imagine things that like you're never gonna actually take part in or be a part of and I just can't I just I don't know just can't wrap my head around the cheesiness at some point and but there have been some romance some tropes that I'm like huh I do kind of I do kind of like you. Yeah. Can't think of any off the top of my head, but like it was interesting when I asked Joel about it. He's like, I don't need romance. And I was like, okay. I know. Great. That bodes well as your wife. 
my God. So do you have any plans on what you want to read next, what you want to pick up next? Have you heard of anything new or new to you? Mm. Well, talking about revisiting uh, books that we read in middle school, high school, um, I now have a house, as you know, mm-hmm. um, and I have literally unpacked all my books, and it's a glorious thing to see them all in one spot. You set them up beautifully. Oh my gosh, I keep moving it. I can't stop. <laughs> it brings me so much it joy. It does. There's nothing like rearranging your bookshelves. It's like all I want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like re-came across um, a book that's written um, in kind of free form poetry um and it's called splintering um and it's about a family that uh the aftermath of a major event and it's told in all of their perspectives but it's like everything is so fragmented that like it takes you like half the book this is me remembering it I like just started it um it takes you like half the book to figure out who is who because like one page will be written in someone's like mind state and then the others and and they're all very unique and different but like they're only giving you like bits of information and you like figure out what had happened and how they're all dealing with it oh cool um so i'm excited to revisit that because i remember that being so powerful to me chloe oh my god (laughs) god damn we are being visited right now by one of my cats (laughs) Sorry about she that. She normally like does not care at all. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! She's like, I will be heard. All right, little action moment there, Chloe. Thank you for that. Oh my gosh, she's like, I want to do it again. She's very forceful right now with her attention. Like normally, she does not care no. about me at all. Not that she's coming to me. She's not. Go see cat. Go see her. <laughs> I want her so badly. I am so sorry. <laughs> this is this is the best. I'm having a great time. <laughs> oh, what man. What are you excited for? Oh, gosh. I just finished There There by Tommy Orange yesterday. Um, really recommend that one. Um, but based on how you felt about homegoing, because it's very similar, different generational perspective, right. lots of perspectives, kind of goes down the pipeline. Um, probably wouldn't recommend it to you right now since you just put that one aside, but that one was really cool, short, easy, well, readable, but not easy topics, like very, very heavy topics. Um, so I'm excited that I read that one finally. That's been on my shelf for like a year, maybe more. I don't know. There's such a nice accomplished feeling that you have when you're finally tackling your TBI. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Uh, But, of course, I just took part in the Barnes & Noble 50% off hardcover sale. What did you get? Uh, I had a gift card, and I did not go over the gift card. I was really, really practicing self-control. But I got... uh, My God, I can't think of... Oh, Once There Were Wolves um, by the same author of Migrations, which haven't read yet either that's been on my shelf for a long time that one just came out recently i got another alice hoffman book the one that came out this year nice 
read the first two uh, Practical Magic books, and now I have to read the second two and talk about finishing series. <laughs> um, <laughs> I have so many series that I'm just like, I don't know what I'm getting back to. Right. Especially long series. Like, when are you planning on picking up Outlander back up? I don't know. I was thinking about that earlier, and I was like, uh, it's just because the fifth took me so long, and I did not love it. I know. And but I, I loved all the other ones. I've heard the sixth one, the next one, is like one of the best ones, though. Well, that makes me very happy because I need that because I was just like not having it. I know. <laughs> By the end, I was just like, I just need to finish it. I know. I know. I uh, I put it on hold through the New York Public Library for the audio. And it was ready to be delivered to me like three days ago. And I was like, I'm not ready for this commitment. Deliver later. How long is the audio? Like 36 hours or something? It's got to be more than that. I'm listening to the Chronicles of Narnia right now. And that one's all of the books is 34 hours. Oh, boy. So that and the. the, And that's like four, three, four, seven. Holy moly. What? They're like 100 pages each. Okay. Honestly, I have like the, the whole all of the books in one and it's like 700 something pages. Okay. So like Outlander's got to be more than 30 oh something gosh, hours. Yeah. It's got to be in the forties. I don't remember, <laughs> but like I'm Ooh, looking what? at it on my like holds list and I'm yeah. like, Oh no. Also, Cause you're thinking if someone is behind you, you only have two weeks. Exactly. And it's like, can you really dedicate I know. that much time? <laughs> seriously and that was one of the reasons why i liked using my libro credit on audio for the fifth one the audiobook did get me through it because that was the first one in the series that i've listened to instead of just read physically the accents she was great she was great i was really impressed because thick scottish then you got british you got american you got southern american like and irish and all of the things also did you watch Totally off topic, but I was amazed when I found this out. I literally couldn't believe it. Did you watch Aragon, the movie? Yeah. Okay. Do you know, like, the main actor? Yeah. That plays Aragon also plays Stephen Bonnet in Outlander. Wow. The terrible human being. He does look like a snack, though. Oh, my God. I couldn't believe it, though. I was like... I normally pick up on that stuff really quickly. Wow. I would never put that together. Nope. Maybe it's the hair. A different hair. Yeah. Also, like, fully grown up. Yeah. And he definitely has aged pretty well. I mean, but they clearly make him look crappy in the show because he's a crappy human in the show. Right. But I just was like, I, I mean, terrible movie. Aragon was terrible. Great series. Totally ruined the movie. Disappointed in that still. It's been 10 years. I still haven't read the books. Oh, really? I was obsessed with those. After I finished Harry Potter, Aragon was the next like fantastical series that I read. Um, Yeah. Anyway. What, what were we talking about before this? I don't know, but real fast. I just want to say that Stephen Bonnet described in the book is disgusting compared to the actor that plays I him. I was like, damn, they made him look tasty. And he is like disgusting in the book. I know. He really is. He's sleazy. He's gross. He's like the actor is great in portraying the sleaziness. Right. But he is a very beautiful human. Yeah. And you're just like, you could see why he could easily seduce someone. Oh, yeah. In the show. And in the book, you're just like, how do you get anywhere? Pure, pure evil. (laughs) Yeah. Pure pure disgustingness. Yeah. Yeah. The fifth one was rough. 
the fiery cross. I, I see it on um, the register by the register at the bookstore. And I'm like, oh, you ain't going nowhere anytime soon. <laughs> at least if I have anything to say about it. Oh, no. But I'm, I know that that sixth one is going to be a lot better. And plus, I want to keep up with the show because right. that's coming back out soon. And that's just one series that I've started that I need to continue. Oh, oh my gosh. I'm on the third Game of Thrones book. Good for you. I don't know when that's going <laughs> to be done. <laughs> you do have plenty of time. George R. R. Martin's <laughs> taking his sweet time coming out with that next book. So you don't rush. <laughs> it's like there's all these books that like I keep going back to. But then, like, I feel like if there's more than three, my drive to finish it quickly diminishes. Yep. Because if there's three, like Lord of the Rings, I was like, okay, I'm going to finish this in one year. We're going to go boom, 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 and it's going to be fine. And I did. Well, I think the first one took me a year. <laughs> Not going to lie. But then the second and the third got better. You, got, better. you got through the fellowship. That is, like, oh my God. the hardest part. I have only gotten through that one. I have not got honestly the the next two. Great. Yep. Great. Yep. I'm very much looking forward to finally going back to them. Yes. Well, speaking of trilogies, you have got to finish A Darker Shade of Magic, man. I know. It's breaking that my is... heart that I can't talk to you about it yet. That is one that I have of yours on my shelf. Oh, um, I well, it's funny because I don't need it, obviously, but sometimes <laughs> I go to do a reel and I'm like, where's Where's a where's what is it? I don't even remember what it is. The second one, Ga it's not, gathering gathering shadows. Yes, yes, because the last one's a conjuring of light, and I'm like, where where is it? Did I lose it? You know, and I'm like, oh no, Carrie, chill. You let Cat borrow it. <laughs> it's safe. You're fine. It's just on my shelf, sitting there looking at me every day. No rush <laughs> to read it because I need the book back, but rush to read it so I can talk to you about okay. it because I can't. Yeah, this is literally, like I said in the episode with Joel, going to be a podcast and me convincing everyone to read that series. Hey, I'm fine with that. I love that author. Yes. Magical. V.E. Schwab might be my favorite. She's great. Yeah. She and she's a... also a great Instagram follow. I love her. I follow her very... She's like, I see her stuff every day. Yep. One of my first ones. Um, She's got two great cats. And she's sassy. Mm -hmm. I love it. And she's got anxiety, like all the rest of us, even yep. though she's wildly successful. Oh, yeah. Yep. We love E. Schwab. And I love making fun of Joel for thinking that she was a man. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Incredible. Bugs me a little bit, but it's okay. I mean, that was the point of, like, having just initials. Yeah. Same with J.K. Rowling. Yeah. Like, I mean, recipes, but, like, yeah, you know? Yeah, the... the they start so that they will be uh, picked up by any human right. and not thought of as, oh, this is a girl's book. Right. Because it's not. And it is any, really? No. Right. Exactly. I can't tell you how many book talkers, I, male book talkers I see on my feed that are like reading smut and romance Ooh, yes. I, and I love it I love it it makes me so happy honestly also one thing that I really love that I don't think was in like 90s romance when I like first tried it uh the amount of consent is 
amazing nowadays. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's so casual. Like, they don't, they're not like, may I do this? You know, like, it's not awkward. It's just part of the whole thing. And it's just like, mm, I love it. Yeah. How did it take this long for this to be a norm <laughs> in literature and pop culture in general? But it's it's going in the right direction. We're getting there. Yeah, absolutely. No, um, you got to finish A Darker Shade of Magic. I'm telling you, <laughs> I will not let you. Okay, real question. Have you ever listened to it? No. Okay. But. Because I saw that it was on the Libby app. And I was like, hmm. What I did was listen to fantasy background music while I was reading it. Which made it feel like I was watching a movie in my head. Yeah, so I do recommend that. I really liked that. Ooh, I really, that's so, like, immersive. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you, do you listen to music while you read a physical copy when you're not listening to the audiobook? As long as it doesn't have words. Um, I love soundtracks. Yep. Oh, Little Women soundtrack. So good. I do my homework to it. Um, Nice. Good to know. I still haven't seen the movie. Now I'm so curious. What what would you listen to like that sounds fantasy wise? Uh, well, I go to Spotify and I do like fantasy movie soundtracks. So like you're gonna get Lord of the Rings, The Hobbit, just like shuffled. Yeah, and Ooh. and it'll also like honestly like video game background music, like from most of the games our husbands play. Like yep. you know the the Skyrim. Yeah, Witcher oh. Witcher's soundtrack is <laughs> yeah. good. Um, anything fantasy soundtrack, okay. video game, anime. There's a lot of anime. good. There's a lot of good playlists on Spotify. I listened to that while I was reading A Darker Shade of Magic, and it was like Chef's Kiss, honestly. And I don't that do that. So lovely. It really <laughs> is, honestly. I didn't. I, I listen to a lot of audiobooks now, and of the books that I actually own physical copies of, and just reading it and listening to that music obviously no words i agree it's yeah. gotta be oh yeah folks. you can't be distracted instrumentals purely was good it was really good wow yeah setting you up yeah i mean i would reread that book like tomorrow if i didn't have like eight other books that are like just <laughs> waiting for me to read <laughs> uh i feel that But, um, oh my gosh, I had a question all lined up for you and completely, completely blanked. Um, so what are some, we'll go back to something we were talking about minutes ago that like we went off on tangents. Yeah, let's circle back a little corporate lingo here. Um, is there a series that you have heard of that you want to start? Mm, Well, I think you were the one that was my checkout human when I went to your bookstore. Um, and I got, well, I got a gift card, gift certificate, excuse me. Um, and so I was like, yay, I get to shop at my favorite store. Uh, got way more than the gift certificate as per usual. And I got The Cruel Prince. Oh, yeah. By Holly something. Black. Mm, yes. Good job. Um, I have another series of hers on my shelf waiting to read. Which one? Uh, wait, no, it's not on my shelf, but there's something with a witch. Ooh. She does another series. I think it's the Black Witch. Love a spooky. 
Okay. Yeah. But that seeing that series that you got at the bookstore every day is just tempting me. Oh yeah. Have you started it yet? I haven't. But it's on my like I have different tiers of TBR. Okay. And it's on the highest tier of like the closest that I am to read. Interesting. I don't know if that made sense to anyone. Well, it makes sense to you. And that's what matters. <laughs> Honestly, how your brain works when it comes to choosing books is different for every person. Right. Um, mood reader, are you? With- 100%. Yeah. I used to not be. Um, but I realized I read more when I honor how I'm feeling. Like... I read the most last year, but I also put down the most books last year, which is bonkers. Good for you. Tips for people who are trying to read more, like who want to get into reading more? Um, I always read before bed. Um, Like I'm in bed at nine o'clock. Like I do this whole thing and Dan makes fun of me because I'm a grandma, but... I'm in bed at nine o'clock and that way I at least read for 30 minutes. If I like it, I keep reading and maybe stay up past my bedtime. Um. Right. If you know you got a good book then. Oh, yeah. Because you set yourself a time frame and if you oh, yeah. have a good book that you're like willing to break that. Also, you know, it's a good book when like you want to go to bed at like 730 just so that you can like have more time with it. Oh, yeah. Um, also, audiobooks, I love them with a fiery, fiery passion. Mm-hmm. And I like that I can do other things. Like, I love doing the dishes and listening to a book. I love doing the laundry and folding the laundry and makes, listening to a book. It makes folding laundry so much more appealing. <laughs> I am such a homebody that, like, I'm always listening to something. Always. <laughs> yep. It bought about in the car. I do. And I, you don't. Right. Right. I so this is how I started listening to audiobooks because I had an hour commute. Oh, so there was right. two hours every day that I was at least in the car. Yep. And so I was going through books like super fast. Um, but now my commute is like five minutes <laughs> and it that is just very infuriating. So now I'm like, I can't listen to a book because I'm going to start getting into it and then I'm going to get out. I know. That's the thing. I don't have a long commute anymore. And I I just I get so annoyed starting and stopping a book, not being able to leave off on the chapter. Oh, my gosh. Biggest. I One of my. One of my things that I do that, like, I think helps increase the number of books that I read is I place, I try to read in 50 page increments. <laughs> my brain won't allow me to end <laughs> on, unless I read at least 50 pages. Wow. I know it's, it's really weird. I don't get it. But if I can't sit down and read for at least like a f- 50 pages takes me like 45 minutes. Okay. Um, so when I'm reading, listening to an audiobook, I can sometimes get in a little bit more because I, you know, you can read at a faster speed. But what's also really weird, I don't know if I've ever said this or it doesn't really matter. But like, say I'm at page 50 and I'm reading to page 100, but the chapter ends on like 107. I guess I'm reading 57 pages because I can't just end 
sec six pages before the chapter ends. So oh, the, true, true. So like, say I'm starting at page like sixty and I'm trying to read fifty pages, but the chapter doesn't end for like another seventy five pages. I'm like not gonna sit down unless I can dedicate it to the whole seventy five pages. But generally, you know who's really good at ending a chapter right at the fifty page mark? B. E. Schwab. Her chapters are very good. Yep. And also it stops in a spot where you're like, I need to keep going every time. And yep. I love books like that. Yep. I love books that like make you devour them. Yep. That is the best feeling. And there's also a time when there's a book that you really need to take your time with. And one of those books by V. Schwab is Addie LaRue. And I think that like you could easily devour it because the sh- chapters are short and it's just a beautiful, beautiful book. But I think the second time around when I was listening to it on audio and I read that, I really took my time with it. And I told Ashley to also take her time with it. I was like, it's slow burn. Take your time with it. I think you'll enjoy it more. And I think I I, I might just be telling myself this to pat my own self on the back. But I think that made a difference in her liking the book. Yeah. A- Ashley, you'll have to confirm because I know you'll probably listen to this at some point. <laughs> Or you can deny. That's also okay. Um, but, yeah. Comment on the gram. Right? <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, Kat, we're at 45 minutes. Wow, this is easy. Can, can you believe that just went by just like that? I feel this like. Is, this is normal. Yeah, very normal. We could easily talk <laughs> about this when we're just hanging out and the guys are playing Lord of the Rings. <laughs> God. For eight hours. That was a day. day. (laughs) So I hope you feel like maybe you want to come back and do this. Oh my God, whenever. Okay, good. We'll always talk about books with you. Right? Books, movies, life, cats, dogs. (laughs) Yeah, we got a little uh, uh, cameo appearance by Chloe. Destructive cameo (laughs) appearance. Gosh. I like honestly don't know how to really... Like, setting all of this up is still new to me. And, like, her just coming in and taking over. Like, it takes so little, I think, to derail this whole operation. And she almost did. <laughs> Rude. Not a very supportive cat. Um, but thank you for coming on here today. Thank you for having me. It was lovely. I love you. <laughs> love you. All right. You've been on with Literary Carrie, who doesn't have her own theme song, so is going to do one in her own voice. <laughs> all right um see you next time